Hey, oh, something exciting happened today. And I actually don't know how long this has happened. Um, <laughs> but, oh my gosh, what is this world? What is this life? When I started this show, the death of a dream really was exploring the discovery of a new dream and the things that it takes to sort of reset and recalibrate your life. What does it take? What can someone do if they just, they gave up? Like I threw, actively threw in the towel. Just like, yeah, nope, I didn't, that didn't work out the way that it was supposed to, I guess. I just kind of give up and let life happen from now on. And I had been so exact, so inspired, so excited about where my life was going. And then it was like, one thing went wrong. Then another one. We're falling off the tracks. We'll never get back. What are we gonna do? Save her. I mean, everything went wrong. And at the same time, this is very conflicting because it was like, well, everything is going right as well. And, and you know, life was really beautiful, but I did not see it that way. I did not. And I would be like, oh, I'm so grateful. What an amazing life. But like, I was completely unfulfilled. I was happy with how my life had turned out. But at the same time, I was just questioning, like, why me on probably 50% of the other stuff? Like, why did this happen? How do we get here? What is this thing? And no, uh, how do how do you recover from that? How do you take your life from miserable and, and, and spiteful to inspired and generous? I didn't know, but I wanted to find out. And that's where this show picked up. And so today something happened that I, obviously I made happen, but it was definitely one of the things that I was intentional about, that I I wanted to see happen for myself. And I finally saw it, made it happen. And it's pretty cool. So uh, yup, let's go. Hey, you're on this journey on this season five vibe and everything season five as I'm forecasting what it will look like is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine-tune correcting what that looks like and just living and we started out this show you know really thinking that this was going to happen overnight and one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey. 
this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life. And it's all lived out loud. And this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth. So you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that I am promising you will be there, you will end up lost. You are not going to get there. Just know that. Um, but it's, it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real and this is all real. This is me living my life out loud so we can all do our dreams. hey welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast you have made it you have arrived here we are we're doing dreams into 2024 it is happening it's happening it's happening and i know like it's a slow build and there's all sorts of confliction in that thought right like does it take a long time does it take a short time what hannah you say like nothing overnight is worth building um (laughs) you know but some people really are on that path of abundance and sometimes without even realizing it you're one to two things little tiny shifts or major maybe major shifts from kind of tapping into that frequency so even though you aren't necessarily on the exact track sometimes it just takes like just turning it the other way and there you are and now all the opportunities are open and flowing whereas like just a week ago everything was sort of bound up and tight and not moving and so i don't know you know does it take a long time does it take a short time it's really it's up to you um it's up to wherever you feel in flow it really is just up to the life, the the frequency, the ability to do the things you say you're going to do, you want to do. And yeah, we're pretty stoked to be opening those opportunities here. Um, it's been a long time coming. So for me, it was longer, but I would say intentionally long. I had so much that I had to heal from. I I always knew that abundance, and I knew that that was something that we were on track for. You can't see things that you're not capable of becoming. So it wouldn't even be revealed to you as an option if it wasn't something that was in line with what was possible for your life. 
And I think living with that sort of haunting reality that one day you're going to have to stand in the face of all the things that you could have become. And when that day happens, I know that I want to stand there and be like, whoa, I became that. My family is becoming that. We did unlock everything that we were supposed to do. How amazing. You know, it's kind of like a, a video game where you get to the next levels. We, we got through the green tubey portal. I'm not a video game person, so I apologize. I um, may have some trauma related to video games. It, surprisingly, considering my brain, never something that interests me. Games don't interest me. Physical games where I can exert energy, not mental energy, just physical energy, I am very into. Like even if it's just tossing a ball, it's an instant mood shift for me. But sitting stagnant, because I think a majority of my confused energy is physical, right? Like I got to have something to do. I got to be moving. I got to be thinking. I got to be thinking and moving. And if I'm doing both in unison, we're good. Um, if anyone wants to purchase me an under desk treadmill, let's go. However, I don't think that I can probably find a repurposed standing desk. Um, and I like to reuse all of my office furniture when possible. Cause I think there's just too much waste in this world. There's so many good things that could still be used. And I like to reuse, repurpose, reimagine. Let's go. Okay. So, um, <laughs> all that to say, we can, you can make things happen in the timeline that you understand. And my understanding was that this would all make sense. I just had to keep going. There was no exact, like, here's how it's all going to play out. Here's how long it was going to take. I knew that it was five books, um, but that was really the only number that I ever got played out to me. So I don't know. And for those of you who are unsure of the length of time, whether it happens overnight or it happens, you know, over the course of 10 years, I think my message to you is to keep going. There are some things that that can't make sense that close to you. You know, there are some things that can only make sense as it plays out over time. And for that to happen, you got to just keep going. I know. And sometimes it's just like a blind faith thing. <laughs> it is. And it's maddening. And it's madness. Um, but it is, it is so worth it to continue going. So um, let's get into our greatness grounding today. I googled myself, which is a practice that I recommend everyone does, especially if they're in the place of personal branding, if they're in the place of entrepreneurship and building something around themselves. Um, I highly suggest 
you Google yourself. Even if you haven't done any of those things, just see what's out there. Is your name something that's even generating anything? And when I first started, I wanted to be in control of that. I wanted, the only thing that you could find on me was about, um, probably three articles on, uh, Hannah Nussbaum in Germany. Um, and you know, mostly I was like close to bottom of scroll next page in generation of content. And so upon my Google search today, there was Hannah Ness everywhere, you know, the 20 under 40 articles, the, um, the podcast, my book. And what I found was, <laughs> Ooh, la, 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 la. um, <laughs> my book is available for purchase at Barnes and Noble. What? Which means I don't know if I have to call there and maybe I'll do that today to get it on shelves. Cause I die a million deaths. If my book is actually on shelf at Barnes and Noble, don't, don't even, what? And then I probably need to start just circling and making donations to local libraries um, and making sure that they can carry the book now that it's been republished under the publishing company. That's probably work that I need to get done and I will get done. Don't worry. It's just a matter of time right? A matter of time. So working on doing that, working on finding kind of my hype person who's willing to do that for me, with me, whatever, and starting to find those people, starting to bring them onto the team, into the vision of, of local, but also of Hannah Nuss. And I don't know, maybe Maybe some people are going to get some calls this week because seeing that was like, whoa, you know, five years ago, so actually three years ago, right after I had left my corporate job, right after I had left there, I... I, I took a picture. I sat in Barnes and Noble because I just wanted to be around the energy of creation. And I was really leaving my job to write my first book. And, you know, I thought, what better way than going to Barnes and Noble? <laughs> like, here we go. Perfect. Um, what could be better than that? And what could be better than that was, yeah, like doing the dream, then living in that frequency. And so I allowed myself to kind of work there, outline some thoughts on my first book. It would be another two years before I end up writing that book. Um, but that was really where I started. And I took a ton of pictures I, gosh, I'm going to look them up right now. Um, I just walked around and like looked at <coughs> what, where I wanted to be. Um, it would have been July 
of 2020. Let's see. Uh, this is such a cool walk down memory lane and so much crazy stuff happened. I'm just like sitting, frequenting bookstores, going, we went on a vacation that month because it was just like, uh, there was so much kind of pent up energy around that decision, around you know, just the strength to walk away from something. Um, how beautiful to, to trust yourself enough to do that. So yeah, on July 10th, I'm there taking pictures of bookshelves, of places that I like, I want to be, that I see myself becoming, that I know one day, like one day I'll be back here. One day my book will be here. And one day it's all going to work out. And I don't know what the first steps are from here. And I don't know, like, do I just end up being, <laughs> do I just end up being fun employed forever and kind of hanging out with you know, some of the moms that I knew and our kiddos, or do I make a run of this? Do I actually publish a book? That's what I'm here to do. That's what I'm leaving for. Who you do life with matters as much as what you do. And so that was really it. That was the time. That was the thing, you know, that was where we went and I guess I just hung out. I did the things. I went to the places where I wanted to see and be. And I know in one of my first um, vision boards and I'm running a vision board class. So if you haven't heard um, I am running a vision board class here in Denver. If you're local and you want to go through that experience, you can register for that event. I did put it on my Facebook page. Um, we're working on getting my webpage up and running this week, but for now it's just on my Facebook page and you can go ahead and register there. I'll be sharing more info on that, but in my first vision board, that was like, the main thing that was on there was a picture of the bookshelf, the bookshelf that someday I was going to be in this Barnes and Noble. And how cool would that be? And so <laughs> to have a book that's orderable through there and you can do what I found, and I didn't know this before, is you can publish on Amazon KDP and then you have to find other outlets for publishing here, right? Like for getting picked up by bookstores and doing those things. And so you can do that. Um, and I did. And now my book, I took a screenshot of it today. Cause I'm like, what is this life? Like how does this happen? And this is how this happens. This is not like by chance, oh my gosh, my book got picked up by so-and-so. This is me, you know? This is 
something that I did that I had to dream long before I knew that I was going to get there. In 2019, May 2019, is that, that's it? That was, yeah, that was it. That was, I'm going to, I like to actually look on Google photos because it's the truth um, here. So let's see. I think it was May 2019, but let's, Check that. May 2019. Here we are. My little bitty baby, Cora. You know, I'm still working my corporate job. Life is pretty, pretty remarkable. I'm, I'm, I'm doing rebranding work. I'm getting to do a lot more um, than I had ever done in my corporate world, in my corporate career. I'm enjoying that. You know, we're going on trips as a couple. We're trying to decide if we're going to stay in Iowa or if we're going to leave. My little baby is going to her first volleyball camps. It's amazing. So it wasn't May, I don't think. Maybe it was June. I surprisingly, um, before I went to my conference in June, I had sort of had this coming to get this thing done. Like we're going to do something about this moment in my life. And I think the conference ended up being sort of the, the tipping point where it was like, no, we're not being miserable anymore. And yeah, that was in June, but in April I started recording my first podcast episodes and just really started working on what this might look like if I was going to do this. What would this be? And, you know, this became a beautiful life of goals and dreams and things that I wanted to create and make happen in my life. And it's just crazy because it really seems like it wasn't that long ago. It really seems like that was literally yesterday and it wasn't, it wasn't yesterday. It was babies and big kids. It was a million years ago, it seems like, and yesterday at the same time. But in order to get wherever you want to go with whatever it is that you want to do, I don't know what that is. For me, it was like, I want to write books. I want to build things. <laughs> I want to, I want to change the world. I want to change lives. That's the work that I want to do. And that's such an all encompassing thing. Trust me. I have been assigning that vision to anything that I've done, which like I would always say finding a good fitting pair of jeans is life-changing and it is. Um, but I think at that point I knew that that wasn't the life-changing work that I was supposed to be doing on this earth, that there was a bigger call for my life. And I don't know who, who gets assigned what 
in this life, but I do believe that we all have something that we are meant to do. And our job is to uncover that, like uncover why we're here. You know, what that call is, who we are intrinsically as humans and how we how we accomplish those things. And I think really at the end of the day, who we are and, and how those things happen is just such a whirlwind of an experience is such a crazy, crazy moment when it starts happening. Like seeing that today was like, I remember. I remember leaving my job. I remember taking that leap of faith. I remember hard conversations with my husband. I remember committing to this. I remember buying my first laptop, which I still record on today. I remember making those commitments and I had done a million things that I never kept going, right? Like I bought the cricket. I, I did the craft things. I, I wanted to start these viable businesses that I just could never stay engaged enough in. And when I had that first conversation of like, no, what do you really want? What are you not saying by committing to these smaller things that feel like they'd be enough, but never end up being something worth committing to? You know, and the goal of all of those little investments, those little businesses really was always to make money, make extra money. So I could do 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 do, and I could make make money and blah 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 blah. And obviously, that should be the goal of most businesses. Um, but really, really, at the end of the day, finding what you feel called to do, what you feel inspired to do, things that you don't have to, to force yourself to do, which you do. There was not an ounce of me that was ready to write a book, that was ready to learn how to do that until I was ready. And I'm like, no, I, I love writing, but I wasn't even writing. And so that's so much of the principles behind my teaching is like, we have to start actually practicing the things we're saying we want to do. And for me, I had said so many times, like, if I could just be on the radio, I'd be happy. I'd love speaking. I'd love speaking to groups. I'd love speaking and speaking and talking really is my favorite thing to do. That was never a subject in school, but maybe it should be considering how many people are skilled in conversation, are skilled in right, communicating. <laughs> Maybe we should stop writing that as something that's not an asset. 
because it is, trust me, being able to communicate effectively is something that I've been working on for five years now, working on developing because that really is something that I enjoy. I enjoy creating conversations with people. I enjoy learning about them. I enjoy doing that. And that's what I would do. I would just learn about people all day long, what their dreams are, what their goals are, where they see themselves going. I would do that. And I knew that that's what I would do, but I don't think you're willing to say those things out loud. And even when you are bold enough to finally say them, I think oftentimes, and I've noticed this as I've communicated with people on this subject matter often, it's like a scaled back version, the less crazy thing, or (coughs) it sounds like this with kind of a caveat, right? Oh, I really want to write books someday, but I know that that's crazy and I could never do that. All right. I don't think you're crazy. That's how I'm going to start all the conversations. Whether I know you or not, whether I know your drive, whether I know your ethic, like you do not get those things placed into your head and your heart if you are not also capable of delivering on them. Now, I don't know what that journey is going to look like for you, but I do know that I want to provide an experience where you start doing the things. Because even if I'm just a stepping stone to getting where you want to be, you know, we have the publishing company and okay, maybe it, it pushes you to finally write your first book. Then you finally write your first book and you put it out there. And you sell some copies and maybe you sell bazillions of copies and then you get picked up by a bigger publishing company. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that the most important thing? That someone allowed you to get started. You know? Someone let you do that. Someone helped you do that. And without those helping hands in life, without those who are willing to to dream up what's required for us to take that next step, what are we doing? Where are we going? And, And why are we not taking those steps? Why are we not taking those risks on ourselves. Where are we going? And how do we get there? And we don't even have to know the how. Right? We don't. I don't know. You know, when I was told kind of spoken to me that Hannah, you're going to write. Hannah, you're going to write five books. 
And I remember being in the parking lot of Target and telling my two friends that were at this conference with me, I'm going to write five books. And I remember them looking at me like, yeah, okay, 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 five. Couldn't just, I mean, couldn't just start with one. One seems like a lot. I'm like, I don't know. It's just five. It's just five. That was, that was the number. So it's just five. Okay. It's just five. Okay. You know, and certainly they're doing like big eyes to each other. Like this Polanky Blank has gone insane. She's gone crazy. Five books. And you know what? After the first one, I was like, well, it's all going to be easier after that. Let's go. You know, and that was, that was five years ago. And I'm now available. To, you can buy my book at Barnes and Noble. Five years. Five years of committing to that same vision, of writing that same goal, of pushing for that same narrative. Five years. You know, and I don't say that timeline to deter you because you might be going, well, that's a long time to commit to something, but what else are you going to do? Do you want to spend the next five years complaining that you're not happy or content with the life that you have created for yourself? Or do you want to spend the next five years figuring out how to get where you want to go? Because in that five years, whether you're successful or not, whether you end up where you want to go, and I promise you, you will. If you really commit to it and you keep going, you'll get there. And you have no idea how that's going to happen, but you will get there. I could not have written the story of how I got to published on Barnes & Noble. I couldn't have called that shot if I tried a million times. But here we are. Here we are. And I, even if I had to backtrack and write how I got there, I don't know that I could do it. But I do know that the things that you want are things that you are capable of getting. Are things that the universe wants you to have. And sometimes it takes sitting down at a bookstore that you want to have your book in someday to sort of set the vision and vibration. And you are capable. And I believe in you and the things that you can't see yet. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do 
possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world. Mm-hmm.